Hey, what's going on? It's Wednesday, March 16th, and you're listening to episode 49 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. What's going on? My name is Sam. And I am Brandon. How's everybody? What's up, Hayes? Hi, Sam. How are you? Long time no see. Yeah, you know, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot going on in the world of sports. Um, How's the world of, of Hayes? Uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. I mean, life is life. Uh, I'm just very happy that warm weather is on the horizon. I mean, it was a warm day today. We get 70 on Friday. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to not having to wear hoodies all the time, even though I love hoodies, but we can save that for hoodie season, which is the fall. And I'm good with not wearing heavy jackets anymore. Amen to that. Did you see that the Senate passed the bill eliminating daily civics time? Yes. Well, now they need to pass it. Was it through the House? And then yeah. Biden needs to do that. And I pray, I pray that they do that because I've been calling for this for so many years. I know why they did it years ago to help the farmers out, but we have all this technology now. Farmers will be all right. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, the farmers sure. are good. Yeah, that's Nothing. for sure. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree with this. I saw a tweet that I retweeted over the weekend. That was, uh, I think it was Neil Best, um, who's like a sports media reporter. And he said, if we can have the universal DH, we can have permanent daylight. Absolutely. There's no reason for us to be in dark for for that long. There's no reason. God bless the farmers, I guess. Whatever. Uh, Baseball's back, man. We've had this crazy like storm of like baseball free agency. Now that baseball is back. Uh, and and uh, the new league year starting for the NFL and NFL free agency and spring training. It's a great uh, the NCAA tournament, which we'll get into too. It's a great week of sports. Just you know, after after a lull, a little bit, uh, just having basketball and, and hockey. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll jump right into it. Baseball's back. The players' union and the owners struck a deal last week. Um, we weren't on the air last week, but, uh, any quick, uh, thoughts on the labor, labor negotiations? Well, I just got some, a uh, couple, couple bullet points for that. Um, so the term is for five years. Uh, so it starts 2022 and it goes to December 1st, December 1st, if I mumbled that, uh, 2026, uh, number two extended playoffs, 12 teams will make the playoffs starting 2022. The two division winners with the best records on uh, each league will receive a buy. The third division winner will be the highest seed in the first round. And the wild card team with the best record will be the next. Uh, these two teams will host a three game first round series. Uh, you have another. It's uh, no 163 games in case of ties. There would be no uh, tiebreaker game uh, for 163, at least to 2022. A formula, MLB again with their formulas, uh, will be used to uh, break the ties. Um, uh, We will see this provision last uh, in 2022 and beyond. Uh, And then there's some playing rule changes. The universal designated hitter will be used for both leagues starting this year. Great, finally, because it's been overrated to actually see hitters uh, or pitchers hit. I'm happy that's over uh seven inning double headers and ghost runners and extra innings are gone for now uh competition committee uh comprised of six members 
uh, appointed by the commissioner for players, including at least one pitcher and one umpire will review proposed change beginning uh, after 2022 season. Changes may take place within 45 days after approval. Uh, there's a lot coming for 2023, but we'll just focus right on now. And then one minimum salary is a major league minimum salary will increase to five hundred seventy thousand. $500 to $700,000 and increased by $20,000 per season uh, through 2026. So uh, parents out there, sport to get your kids in, baseball, soccer. <laughs> and that's that's it from there. Obviously, you let your ch kids choose whatever the hell they want to do. But those are just a couple bullet points. Um, there's there's a couple things for arbitration. Uh they're definitely trying to help out minor leaguers with their salaries, uh, which I'm very happy about um, as they're trying to survive and do that. But yeah, there's, there's some, there's a lot of good points in there. Uh, some things that I don't agree with, but it's okay. I I'm, I'm happy that we have baseball, Sam. That's the number one thing. Yeah. I, I hear you. Um, I'm at the end of the day, you know, it, it was easy to root against the, uh, the owners, but I feel like near the end of these negotiations, the public discourse went towards the players and the players don't like being, uh, having the finger pointed at them. And I think it was from there, it was very quick to, to get a deal done. So, and, and miraculously we get those extra series back and we're going to make everything up and not miss a game. So it's the perfect storm of, uh, just having it all worked out and now free agency is upon us and some big names yet to sign like Freddie Freeman or Chris Bryant. Um, and of course there was a lot going on before December 1st um, and, and some big trades too. anything stand out uh, to you as on the free agency course. How about you answer that question yourself, sir? Well, I uh, wish Freddie Freeman was a Yankee right now still, mm -hmm. I thought the fact that they the Braves traded some of their uh, best prospects in their system for a younger Matt Olson and uh, didn't even tell Freddie Freeman, uh, notify him after, you know, essentially being the unofficial captain of this team, home, yeah. you know, homegrown talent and, and World Series champion and best player on that team, Sands Ronald Acuna, um, to just not want to pay up. You know, he's a little older. Thought that was a really weird move. Matt Olson's a great player. He would have looked good in pinstripes too, my opinion. But um, after seeing what the athletics who are just tearing everything down to the studs right now, store the reds um, after seeing what they wanted for Olson, I'm, you know, I'm glad the Yankees didn't give up some of their best prospects to do so. Um, but the fact that Freddie Freeman's still out there is, is interesting to me. I, Rumors that Chris Bryant's going to the Rockies. Carlos Correa, of course, still unsigned. I guess the Astros made another offer to him today. Yeah, Tuesday. the players apparently uh, spoke to the owner and said that they need to extend him because they didn't want uh, what happened to Freddie to happen to him. Uh, being that he's homegrown for the Astros, uh, they want to keep him around. And I think, as you were alluding to with the Braves, they should have done that. Uh, for Freddie and tried to do that. He's a homegrown guy. He's been nothing but loyal. When he could have left a while ago, he didn't. And he stayed and won you guys a, a World Series of Ring. And now it's just kind of like, okay, well, you deserve, you're going to get paid all this money. We're not going to pay you. Goodbye. So yeah. 
I don't know if I shared this with you offline, but there was a video, like an interview after the World Series that I watched the other day. And listening to Freddie Freeman, it sounded like he never wanted to go anywhere else ever again. You know, I know it's a business and money talks, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Braves are just owned by this giant corporation now. And it's it's a little different. you know, they, they were able to get Acuna and, and Ozzy Albies, uh, Albies on really cheap deals. And uh, well, that's going to change. Yeah. And uh, Olsen, <laughs> Olsen's making about $21 million a year for the next eight years or so. So a little bit of a discount compared to what Freddie's going to get on the, the open market there. Um, sure. So, yeah. So Trevor's story still needs to sign. You know, the Mets made a lot of big moves, a big trade to get Chris Bassett. Um how about the trade the Yankees made? Uh, you know, th- th- we've complained a lot about this team over the last couple of years and uh, how slow they are, and bad they are at defense and that they're three true outcomes of just, you know, either walking, striking out or hitting a home run. Well, they're trying to change that. Uh, they traded Gary Sanchez. Thank uh, God. Speak- yeah. <laughs> uh, guy who was signed uh, when he was 16 years old is, is now gone and uh geo urshela as well um that hurts out the door that was weird uh that was weird but considering where you know how we got him and and how he kind of turned into a you know pretty good player after just being on the scrap heap from a couple teams um well i think to to be fair to him he's he's always been a solid defensive player it's just when he came to the yankees i think to your point is which and I'll expound upon is he, he created that offensive side to him, that pop to his bat. Uh, but in the past couple of years, he kind of lost it. Uh, he was the reason why uh, and Duhar was pretty much uh, made obsolete and put into the outfield. Um, by the way, I hope and Duhar is in love to him. Um, I know he was just robbed um, in yeah. his situation out there. I mean, I don't wish that upon anybody. Um Super happy that Gary Sanchez is gone. I I know you and I have had plenty of conversations, and anybody that knows me, uh, there's two players that I really wanted gone from the Yankees. It's Sam's boy, No Neck, that is Brett Gardner, and Gary Sanchez. So very, very happy that Gary's gone. Uh, They better not bring Brett back. But, but, Sonny Gray gets thrown to his uh, former pitcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he got go. traded to uh, Sonny Gray the Twins. From yeah. the Reds to the Twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and talk about what the the Twins got back. I was like, what? Josh Donaldson, who's owed about $50 million. When his calf isn't hurting, he's an MVP. Yeah. Um, and a masher and just, you know. Well, when has he been healthy last week? Yeah, every other year. Yeah, yeah, every other year he's healthy. So. And uh, a guy who I really like, it was the Yankees were rumored to love, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who is a catcher turned shortstop, turned third baseman, whatever, third baseman turned shortstop. Um, so he, he's a great player. Think about how much the Yankees like this dude. He was traded from the Rangers to the Twins for Mitch Garver, and then the next day the Yankees traded for him. Yeah, I mean. And took on a salary like Josh – uh, Donaldson to to get him I think he's going to be more productive like Gary has he always has that that home run threat but 90 percent of the time Gary Sanchez gets up there and does nothing right yeah. with with him uh, how do you say his last name Kiner Falefa 
Thank you. I'll let you say it. Um, he's, I feel like he's going to be what we need, what you said and talked about a second ago, a guy that is, is going to be more productive that a guy is going to be a singles, a, a hits guy, not a home run guy. If he has pop in his bat, sure. Great. But if we need people to get on base because the more people on the bait on bases, we have judge. If he's going to be able to play, um, to his vac status and, uh, Gene Carlo, I mean, you have people that can hit it out the yard and all of a sudden change a game and make it you're up four runs to whatever the other team has. Right. So, um, I think that's huge. I mean, he can play infield and he's also a catcher, right? So that's solid. Uh, Josh Donaldson, as you talked about, <laughs> he's got pop in his bat. He can hit the hell out of a ball and he's great defensively on the hot corner, but can he stay healthy? And that's all that's it's funny that the Yankees are going and getting players that can't and have a history of not staying healthy when they can't even stay healthy with their regular roster. So I think that's pretty interesting. And in training room, training room is going to be busy. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, I don't think they're done. Of course, we mentioned Freddie Freeman, but you know, if that doesn't work out, I know there's a ton of teams in on him now. There's guys like uh stories uh, back and, in the mix. Yeah, uh, Anthony Rizzo, of mm-hmm. course, could come back and be that lefty first baseman, defensive first baseman we need to, um, as I say, we as Yankee fans. But, you know, a ton of other trades happened. We mentioned Matt Olson for four uh, draft picks from the Braves there. The, the A's are just stripping down that team. And Frankie Montas and Sean Manaya may be next. Pitchers uh, be gone there. Um but yeah, still, still a lot going on in baseball. Guys like Clayton Kershaw signed, and um, the Mets are just continuing to to spend money and uh, you know laugh at the quote unquote Steve Cohen tax. Um, speaking of the Mets, did you see? Um, did you see the, uh, the accident that Pete Alonso escaped from? I didn't watch it. I heard it flipped over three times. I know he yeah. talked about it. Uh, super happy that he was able Dude, to walk away from that. His, his wife shared a video on, um, yeah, we're just fortunate that he left without a scratch. His mm-hmm. his truck, his like F-150, like flipped over like three times and was T-boned. And uh, again, miraculously, he uh, he uh, left unscathed. And, and that's just by the grace of God there, Ben. So. Um, so many times have I uh, spoken at the end of uh, this ep- the episodes and had rants about people driving, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody yeah. ran a red light and did that. Now, thank God he had an F-150, which is a huge truck. Imagine if he had a, a sports car. He might not be here to to say that, right? And we know a lot of players ride around in sports cars, especially when they're out there in spring training. But the fact that he had a big truck, I think, genuinely saved his life. Yeah, no, absolutely there. Um, You're right. And uh, other, I guess the other big baseball news that came across today and kind of ties into what we've been talking about with Greg Bird uh, signing with the the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Greg Bird, Mike Ford signing with the Mariners. (laughs) Yeah, former first base prospect. Kind of ties into your team, the Brooklyn Nets, and what... uh, has been going on with their star point guard throughout the year. Uh, I guess it was re- it was reported today that um, the Mets and the Yankees home uh, 
playing home games in, in New York that uh, the players need to be vaccinated in order for them to play. So this would, con- this would be Yankee Stadium, uh, City Field, and I know Toronto has a, a similar similar thing going on. You can't cross the border unless you're vaccinated or something right. like that. So those teams there, um, and that's really interesting. Aaron Judge, the you know star outfielder for the Yankees, was asked if he was vaccinated point blank today, and he danced around the question, and <laughs> I don't even know didn't didn't answer it at all. So uh, spot, I guess we'll find out in three weeks. Yeah. He's put on his head to get away from that damn question. Um, I, I just see, but the thing is here, the difference between him and Kyrie is this is a contract year for Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge is not going to mess up the bag. So if Eric Adams, Eric Adams, I know you're not listening to this, but if you have a cousin that's listening to this or somebody that knows him or works there, or whatever the case may be, this was de Blasio that put this in play. Um, we need you to change this because it's the dumbest rule ever. I can come to a game as the player, not be vaccinated and sit on the sideline, but I can't play. I can Kyrie sit- bought tickets to his own team's game, sat, court sat down. Yep. Well, I'm sure but they he's not allowed in the building otherwise. But yeah, if he I'm was sure. a visiting player now, we've we've been barking for over a year to get vaccinated on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We both are. We mm-hmm. are happy to to be so, and we shout from the rooftops that you know, science, whatever. <laughs> and we've we've said at first, Kyrie, come on, let's go. But when the when the rules start changing, changing, and things mm-hmm. get so ass backwards like this, where I can go be unvaccinated, watch the game, or play in the game if I'm a visitor. But if if I'm a home team and I live in New York and I'm a home, uh, I'm on the home team. I can't even be in the building, even if I'm outside. Like the, it's getting it's getting weird. And again, you mentioned Mayor De Blasio added this on his way out the door, and it's just been it's it's starting starting to get weird. I feel like that was his way to be like f you guys. Um, but uh, go Red it, Sox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's just so weird with the fact that you're now letting people into the arenas that are not vaxxed without mask and they can sit there. So what, what is the reason to have this protocol in play? Because if those people are in the building and they could affect other people in the building that are or aren't vaxxed and the players that are, are or aren't vaxxed can be affected by it what is the point? So you're allowing them in and it's perfectly fine for them because they're paying money. But then on the opposite end, I can't play for my home team because I'm not, it's just so dumb. Like just, just be, just be done with it. So we can stop doing it. Um, Yeah. I'm just over it. And I mean, this comes as, you know, numbers are low and People lives are being saved and we're certainly not in a situation we were two years ago. No, not at all. Really at this point, two years ago. Um, so, and, and that's great, but it, it's just kind of, it, it doesn't seem fair and it doesn't kind of make, it doesn't make sense. So yeah. I'm sure I, I know the Yankees are working on this and, and the Mets too. And I'm sure there's a lot of other backdoor, uh, conversations happening and i wouldn't be surprised if this changes before opening day just based on 
the the players uh working on this for sure i think with i think with baseball before we we change uh subjects i think with baseball there's a lot more players in baseball than in basketball and football that aren't vaccinated um and that is my assumption i don't have any stats to it but i have a strong assumption that that's the case that there's a lot of players that are not um but if you're outside of new york and toronto it doesn't matter so you can play and do whatever you have to do um but i guess we'll we'll see if this changes i mean this this topic has been heating up since uh, it's been talked about for a while but after kyrie being in the building which i think was strategically planned with him and kd um and then kd calling out eric adams and then them turning around finding the nets fifty thousand dollars uh for kyrie going into the locker room after i think is is hysterical i think it was just uh you know basically uh let's let's see who's the the bigger man here uh the the macho fight type thing and show that i have this power um so just get over it. Let's just stop and let's let's see the real players out there playing so we can enjoy our time. Uh, it's time to start working past this that we've been in for the past two years safely, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And last se- season, the Mets, you know, were one of these teams pushing back against Major League Baseball's vaccine efforts. And uh, the club was one of four that didn't reach that 85% threshold. So, you know, the Yankees did, but they still had them you know, handful of outbreaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's still uh, three weeks till the season, and I'm sure this story is not going away, and it's unfortunate that we need to uh, continue to talk about it. But here we are. Um, well, I mean, we just talked about basketball with Kyrie and that whole whole policy. So let's – We've already touched touched base on that. Let let me ask you some other questions about uh the NBA. So, do it. You saw what happened with the Nets uh, uh versus the Sixers and Philly. Ben Simmons did not play. The Nets absolutely whooped them from beginning to end. Kyrie guarded James Harding from the opening tip to the last whistle or last buzzer and literally cooked James Harden and then James Harden after went out and partied uh, with the likes of, you know, his friends that are in town, uh, which are rappers and whatnot. Um, do you think James Harden is going to decline? Uh, the reason I ask you that is last year he wasn't healthy. Uh, when he left Houston, he wasn't really doing anything. And now that he's been with the Sixers outside of the first two games, which he played two teams that are easy, easily to beat on, um, he has not showed up and or showed out. Uh, so do you think he's on the decline? What do you think is wrong with him? Is there anything wrong with him? I don't know. It just showed that this is James Harden in a big game, right? I, we were talking, we were watching the game and talking about it. And it just, yep, this kind of looks like James Harden in a, in a playoff game. Uh, it was certainly that kind of atmosphere uh, last week. And, um, you know, he he certainly put on a show to get out of Houston and played poorly to get out of Houston. And, you know, things didn't really jive in, in Brooklyn. Is he on a decline? I don't know. I don't know. But does he love basketball? <laughs> does Is he willing to do what it takes to put it, you know, um, to 
to win basketball games? Like, I think that's a good I, question. I don't know. I can't answer that, but it mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it currently. I mean, he got his way again. He got out of a situation that he put himself in again, and you know he he got uh, run over by his former team, and you know, uh, but that. But having Joel Embiid and him together on paper, it looks, and especially you mentioned those first couple games where they were, weren't playing like all star talent, like they looked great. And can can James Harden be that player? Of course, we see it. It's just a lot of inconsistency lately. And if you're a Sixer fan, like, uh, you know, good luck, right? It's 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 funny that you say that about the Sixers fan because, as you know, I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, it's funny to watch Sixers fans and watch Phillies fans uh, and how terrible they are and all the stuff that they're watching. So like the same people that I follow for Eagles football talk about Sixers basketball and and how they cursed out Ben Simmons and, oh, we got a steal and we, and James Harden. And I just sat there and laughed and I, I wrote to a couple of people and it's just like you clearly did not watch James Harden when he was playing in Brooklyn or when he's played in Houston his last couple of years James Harden really hasn't been the James Harden uh that we once knew I don't know what's going on I don't know if it's his health issues meaning weight wise I don't know uh what it it possibly is but he hasn't really looked himself looked like himself I, I mean I think you brought up like I said before a great question is is he really committed to basketball I think everybody was talking that about Kyrie and Kyrie shut everybody the hell up by going out and destroying teams um, but I, I don't know what, what he's really going to do because I, I mean, for, for the purpose of my team being in the same division, I hope this bites the Sixers in the ass because they went and got rid of all this and gave us a phenomenal shooter in Seth Curry, uh, a big man in Drummond, um, and, and a couple of uh, utility players and some pieces and picks and money. Um, so thank you. <laughs> and I guess we'll see what what happens. But let me let me let me say this before we go to the next part, unless you have more on James Harden. I'm I pretty much exhausted myself on him. Um, it's been heating up in the NBA. Last night. When you guys hear this two days ago, uh, Big Cat, Carl Anthony Towns dropped 60. KD dropped 50 the other day. LeBron dropped 50 the other day. So people are dropping Twice. 50, exactly 50 spots over here. Um, like it's nothing. It's really, really heating up. But since I mentioned LeBron in, in the team that he plays for the Lakers, um, do you think the Lakers should sit Braun for the rest of the season and plain clothes? Cause apparently, excuse me, street clothes. Apparently he's coming back. Uh, or should they, what's push- your name for Anthony Davis? What's the new nickname for Anthony Davis? Uh, forgot. I forgot what it was too. We'll have to yeah. listen back. For yeah, that. yeah, I'll have to remember what it was. Um, do you think that they they sit them for the rest of the season or they push for the playing game because they have a chance to get to the playing game? Obviously, you have always have a chance with Braun, um, but should they really risk it or should they not? Because this roster is still going to be essentially the same next year, uh, and they're not going to really be able to do too many moves. Yeah. They don't have any assets to do anything. I mean, yeah. and this is the team that clutch sports and LeBron put together. Uh, 
pretty much. So the fact that he's mad at Palenka and and uh, Frank Vogel and everyone, it's just kind of like, I don't know, man. Like you have, you know, unofficial final say on this roster. Like you have at every stop you've you've been at, and um, they're just they're handcuffed now. They have there's not many moves they can do. I don't know how they're going to get rid of Russ's contract at the end of the year, but he's he's gone. They're going to have to take pennies on the dollar for that. Um, after giving up Kuzma and everyone else mm-hmm. and Harold uh, and everyone else, they had to give up. Well, I think they uh, were okay with getting rid of Kuzma. I think they would sure. want, um, what's but there name? was, uh, uh, Caruso, hey, uh, Car- Alex Caruso left for yeah, agency Caruso. wise, yeah. but cause you couldn't pay him. Yeah, um, exactly. Which yeah. And, uh, KCP and, and all of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I don't think, I mean, I know LeBron sat out before, like when his first season with the Lakers, it wasn't going well and he was hurt and kind of just sit down. I don't, I don't see LeBron doing that. He's not. And, he, and he's the, taking and the, the, play, uh, the Kobe moniker of basically yeah. that if you're paying, families are paying to this, this might be all the money yeah. they saved up in all the year. And I yeah, love and that because that's what should happen. Right. And, uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. He's not one to like sit down and and the play, playing game didn't exist a couple of years ago when right. he did sit out. And who knows, that might have been different. But there's you know, there's still a chance. And I don't think, you know, we've talked about it before. Like we made the mistake last year just saying if AD and, and uh, LeBron can get healthy and this team is going to be dangerous, like this team just needs a couple of weeks to to click and once the playoffs come, they're going to take care of business. And they didn't. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not going to make that mistake again. But at the same time, it's like, you know better than to doubt LeBron. Yeah. I mean, can they can they win a playing game? Yeah, sure. Can they win a best of seven series? I'm not too sure about that. Also pretty funny that I was talking about how points are going crazy. The Nets at halftime right now have 86 points where the – uh, Sixers have, I mean, excuse me, the Orlando Magic, Magic have yeah. 56. And Kyrie has 41 points in the first half. This so, was going to be my, my point before. If Kyrie is on the court and you're, you're, not, you're not in Brooklyn and you're not in, playing in Toronto, the Nets are the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Because they took care of business the other day and, and they are just determined. You know, they've those two guys have always played with the chip on their shoulder, and it's just it's a it's it's time. Like if they can if they can play, get on the court together, like watch out. They might be in a perfect situation to just be the road the road team throughout this playoff. It's it's crazy that they are uh, almost on the outside looking in, and still considered to be the favorite from the East it's still at this point. I don't think any time in history that has happened, uh, but it's just, it's also funny, Sam, that we spoke at the beginning of the season and we had the Lakers and the Nets being in the finals and they're both fighting to get into the playoffs right now, which so wild with all the talent that that is on both teams. Uh, we obviously know the situation with Brooklyn and we know the situation in and with the Lakers. I don't. I'm telling you right now, Frank Vogel is not going to be there next year. But yeah. I think the writing's on the wall with that one. Um, Sam, let's get into yes, 
the NFL. You, yeah, Super Bowl's over. We think we're going to not talk about it. Guess what? We're still talking about it because football is the most popular sport in this country. So I want to ask you, what are your top uh, acquisitions or transactions that you've seen thus far? Um, and then maybe who are your top three highest graded teams uh, with the moves that they've made thus far. Yeah, I'm okay. putting you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't really want to bring this up, but if we if we play a segment really quick of what did we miss? Last week, Tom Brady came back, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay, and mm-hmm. Russell Wilson got traded to the Broncos. So that's what we missed in the NFL last week. So if we're just fast-forwarding there, I mean, some moves that I really liked was I think aside from I, I think the Broncos going all in and getting Russ for not much mm-hmm. um, really in comparison is good when you is that division like the most loaded at the quarterback position like ever like maybe I mean Derek Carr is nothing to you know he's an above average quarterback I, I know uh, you know we we like him um, you know you got Herbert Mahomes and, and now Russell Wilson and and there, the AFC East uh, West is is something, um, but I I really like um, you know the next day after that trade, Khalil Mack is a member of the Chargers, mm-hmm. and you put him on the other end of of Joey Bosa, and you got Derwin James back there, and they signed a uh, JC Jackson from the um, Patriots. I real and you know you still have guys on defense like Asante Samuel, who you can kick inside a corner. Um, and uh, I really like what they're doing, especially being in the AFC West and having to play Mahomes twice and having to play Derek Carr twice and having to play Russell Wilson twice. Um, so I really like what what they've done. I really, you know, I'm trying not to be a homer here. I really like what the Jets have done. They addressed the guard position. They got a, a with Lakeland, uh, Lakin Tomlinson from the Niners, who's just a really great guard. Um, so they'll plug him in at right guard and I like CJ Uzama, a nice, you know, tight end safety blanket for, uh, for Zach Wilson and, and made some great moves today, Tuesday on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, that's, that's great to see there too. And, and having two top, top 10 draft picks is, is certainly going to help there. Um, and Justin Reed landing with the, um, the chiefs on a, a cheaper deal than I thought he would get um, replacing the honey badger there. Um, you know, that Kansas city d- defense has some more work to do, but I really like those, those moves. Hayes. Okay. Just point um, out a couple. There's, there's one, one thing in this, I'm going to start off with this. Uh, right. The number one team right now with the moves that have been made thus far is the Los Angeles chargers. They have easily made themselves one of they were one of the best defenses already with some of the pieces that they had. Derwin James is Joey Bosa, right? Or Joey Bosa, Joey, yeah. Joey Bosa, right? Um, and who was the other uh D lineman? I'm trying to think. A uh, Melvin, right? Melvin Ingram's not there anymore. He's not there anymore, right? No. But he was he was there last season, right? Their defensive tackle's really, really good too. I forgot his name. Um, well, well. They just got, that's where I was going. So thank you, Sam, for the segue that you didn't know that you were giving me. 
Sebastian Joseph, they signed from the Los Angeles Rams so they can stop the run because that was one of their major problems. Um, the fact that they got him, the fact that they got, <laughs> I, I still, 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 Sam, cannot believe that they pulled off getting Khalil Mack. Um, for nothing. Pretty much for nothing. But then they also got J.C. Jackson. And I listened to a report today, and people were puzzled why the Patriots didn't sign him. And they said, we had a feeling that he wasn't going to like us trying to franchise tag him. So they let him go so he can get paid. So now you put him with Derwin James, which means Derwin James is going to be absolutely unlocked this year. I'm telling you right now, if you he know can what stay healthy, man, he's one yeah. of the best safeties in this league he, without a question. When he is healthy, he is Absolutely. the best safety in the league. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, fair. but when if now he's going to have I feel he's going to be able to do what Jalen Ramsey does and be able to go anywhere because now you have J.C. Jackson who can lock up your best defender. And if you have that combo of a safety and a corner and a safety knows that they don't have to worry about that opposite side. You're in for a long day. Not only are you in for a long day in the back, you have to worry about what's going on up front, which means you're going to make some errant passes, which means it's going to be pick six city. So Chargers, number one so far with the moves that they they have made. Jerry um, Tillery was a defensive tackle. And, and Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, too, okay. um, from Oklahoma. He was He's pretty great inside linebacker okay. but yeah you're absolutely right man when you think about it you got to face cooper cup twice mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill twice mm-hmm. uh, jerry uh you know uh jerry jerry judy and and all of that um you're gonna have your hands full and jc jackson is just the like icing on the cake for sure but the second i would say at this point is the denver broncos going and getting russ you didn't have a quarterback um now you have a quarterback, uh, a future Hall of Famer uh, that you have now to to be under center, which is phenomenal that you have that because he can he he can not only make plays with his arms, his arm, but he can also scramble if he really, really has to. So Russ is going to be cooking in Denver. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, getting Randy Gregory was huge for them. I totally well. forgot about that. That whole which, fiasco this morning. That was so amazing, and I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. You're probably going to think I'm trolling you, but it was it was hilarious to see it. I know it sucks to to see one of your best defensive players just walk, uh, but the Cowboys tweeted that they signed Randy Gregory for, uh, what was it, five years, $70 million? Yep. And only to have to take the tweet down because he decided to go to the Broncos for the same contract. But apparently... I, I guess now the uh, Cowboys are looking at Von Miller, depending on what the price tag is, which I'm pretty sure they can offer him $70 million because they just offer Randy Gregory, yeah, right. Gregory that. So at least, you know, they can offer that. Um, so that, that shall be interesting in, in that case. Um, they also got DJ Jones. Uh, so the Broncos are, are over there doing some things and they're finally, they have pieces. The Broncos have pieces and now they have a quarterback. So I think that is going to be, as you said before, super, super interesting um, in in that division. Uh, But those are the top two um, right now. My little sleeper 
which I'm going to call it right now. I've been going back and forth in my body about it um, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I oh. think, I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I really, really do think they're going to make the playoffs this year as a wild card. I'm going okay. out there being a wild card. Do this. You went and got Doug Peterson, who is essentially considered to be a quarterback guru. Not saying that because he's my guy. He was that before he was with the Eagles head coach. Uh, you went and get him, who is a more comparable coach than Urban Meyer in the NFL. You all know how we feel about that. If you don't and you're new to this podcast, go back a few episodes midseason, and I'm pretty sure you'll hear us talk about what we thought about Urban Meyer. Needless to say, he's an asshole. Um, anyway, uh, you have they went and paid Christian Christian Kurt crazy money, um, stupid. Stupid. stupid money. Um, so they got him. They went and got Brandon Sheriff as well, right? And then they got Evan Ingram which uh, it's like a little consolation prize, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he needed to change the scenery uh, not to be in New York uh, with the terrible line that they have. Um, so I'm very, very interested in seeing what they're doing with these pieces. And, and also with Lawrence having a second year and being acclimated to the NFL speed. Um, I think this should be interesting. I think halfway through the season, he started to, to learn the NFL speed and now to, be in year two. Um, I'm I'm saying wild card is what I'm calling for them. I think they're going to surprise some people. I think they'll be better. I think you can't pay Christian Kirk like he's the third highest wide receiver in the league. He wasn't even the third highest. He wasn't even the third best receiver on his last team. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, maybe he was AJ Green and and some guy named DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore. Maybe he was third, but um. So you can win March and you can spend a lot of money. Trust me, I'm a Jets fan. I've, we've done this. You remember Le'Veon Bell, uh, Brandon Marshall, Eric Deck, Decker, uh, you know, Darrell Revis a couple of times. You could just spend a lot of money and it just doesn't end up working out. Um, but I think the Jaguars would be better. I think you can win in, in that division. Who knows if it doesn't sound like Deshaun Watson is going to be there. Colts don't have a quarterback. Uh, and uh, the Titans, you know, the Titans might just be ousted in the first round again. And uh, right now that's how they've set up their team. So, um, yeah, I definitely think they're going to be better, but you know, we'll see that's bold move cotton. Right. You know, you know, I, I throw these predictions out there sometimes like last season, they stick. I'm just saying it just, it might, I'm just going to manifest this, but we're going to go through some quick uh, free agents real quick or some signings that happen. Uh, I think one of the biggest was the uh, <laughs> the decision by Tom Brady to unretire. Uh, I think as fans, we kind of he left the door very wide open, never really closed it. Um, and so I think this is this is interesting seeing Tom come back. Um, finally, the Aaron Rodgers saga is over. Thank God. Um, he's staying with green Bay. So basically this is all over money, uh, because he got, uh, he got, he's getting 50 million a year, which he said, Diana Rossini reported that he turned around and said, no, that's not the case. And then got 50 million a year. Um, so I guess good for him. Um, so his contract is 150 million for three years. And the rumor is after the three years, he's going to retire. He's probably going to say, no, that's not true. And then he'll probably retire anyway. Did um, you did see this? 
contract though, forty two million this year, fifty nine point fifty nine and a half next year, and forty nine million the year after that. So wild. I the mean, first two are fully guaranteed. Good, good for him, I guess. So annoying. He he annoys me, man. I I'm, I don't want to spend more time with him. Um, also a person I don't really want to spend more time on, but have fun. Washington commanders is Carson Wentz is your quarterback. Uh, can't wait to see him twice a year. Um, <laughs> uh, that saga is over with the Colts, which is why Sam said before the Colts don't have a quarterback. They're apparently looking at, uh, Gardner Minshew and porn star, Jimmy, that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. I think the biggest surprise thus far uh, is Mitchell Trubisky going to the Steelers. Uh, good for him. Um, I just thought the Steelers would try to be in for some other names. I know Deshaun Watson didn't want to go to him, uh, to uh, the Steelers. But, I mean, I guess it's a good pick for them. Um, I guess we'll see. It's a two-year deal. Uh, but I think he might be fine. Um, and sitting behind, uh, what is it, Jared? I, I, yeah, to why I say Jared Allen. Uh, why can't I even say his first name? Josh Allen. Sorry. Um, sitting behind him for this duration. Hopefully that helped him. Um, we'll see. Uh, your Jets, Mr. Tomlinson, uh, you, you guys got over here in Lincoln. Uh, shout outs to you. My boys got uh, Hassan Reddick, uh, Philly yeah, Boy, good Temple. I yeah, absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, Diggs, Quadrare, quad, quad, I can't ever say his Quadre? name. Yes, Quadre. Diggs Diggs, goes yeah. to Seattle. Um, and as you said, Justice, Justin uh, Reed goes to uh, Kansas City. So there's a couple of moves over there. Um, thought that was pretty interesting stuff. And there's still a lot of moves to be made. Apparently now one of the biggest rumors – is that the Atlanta Falcons are in. They were the sleeper team that are in for the Deshaun Watson lottery. Uh, he is from Atlanta. He used to be a ball boy for Atlanta. Uh, so I guess we'll just see how that transpires. But um, that lottery is going to be real interesting. I think once that falls, I think there's going to be a lot of pieces that fall into place after that. Uh, but there'll definitely be smaller transactions that'll be happening. And there's still a lot of good free agents out there um, like Miles Jack as a linebacker, which is wild that the Jags let that let him go. But uh we'll see. Is there anything else, Sam, that you have for uh football? What how how in the world did Kirk Cousins end up making more guaranteed money for next year? <laughs> he crazy, crazy but true. This is from CBS Sports. Kirk Cousins career earnings are 232 million dollars for an average at best quarterback mm. you like that <laughs> no i don't <laughs> Jeez, 232 million dollars oh, to be average at your job that that is the best thing that has ever happened to him is that phrase you like that and then yeah. the fact that the vikings are stupid and do stupid things with uh this is why the vikings haven't done anything and i feel bad for uh some of my buddies that are actually diehard vikings fans but this is what you get like this is just really, really dumb moves that they've been making there. They basically said, you know what? We're content with not going anywhere. Yeah. New. And it's just weird. It's like new ownership or not new ownership, but new uh, front office, new coach, 
you'd figure, you know, figure some stuff out. Um, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> Head scratcher to me. Real quick, this is this is going back to basketball. It just popped up on my phone, so I thought it was real interesting. It says Kyrie's earn, uh, Kyrie's iron uh, Wilt's record. Kyrie Irving scores forty one points in the first half versus the Magic, most by any player in any half without a turnover in the play by play era. So forty one wow. points with no turnovers. So. That is really, really interesting. That's uh, wild. Kyrie, again, this is exactly what Sam said before. If Kyrie, once New York stops being dumb and they say Kyrie can play at home, uh, have fun, East. <laughs> have yeah, fun. Because right. you still got Ben Simmons still with the potential chances of playing. And then you also still have Seth Curry that can shoot the lights out. And the other night they had, all three of them had at least 22 plus points. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, is there any, do you cares this week or is there no, do you cares this week? We got some, do you cares? Okay. Go ahead. Um, start first. The NCAA tournament kicks off tonight with the playing games. Do you care about the NCAA tournament? Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely right. and absolutely. Um, I have some. I have some picks. I have. I have All my. Right. Uh, I have the team. Well, let me ask you first, because I know who my team is, and they're out west. Okay, I'm just gonna say that for sure. Who is your team to win it all, Sam? You know, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't care because usually I'm in. I'm into the March Madness, and I will watch games starting on a. Thursday and Friday, and I'll be, you know, I'll have games on, but I have not been paying attention, man. I know Gonzaga's been the top team all year. I know they were the number one seed going into the bracket. So I'm just going to be on. This is an honest weekly dive, you know, dive into the world of sports. I'm going to be honest with you. I I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention. Well, I mean, that's why it's on. Do you care? <laughs> Gonzaga has a chance of winning again but Gonzaga's yep. had a chance of winning many times of being the number one seed and still hasn't done it uh but the team that is going to win it is going to be the Wildcats Arizona Wildcats okay um they have been the best team they play the best defense in the league or in college basketball uh they have some studs on offense uh on the offensive end so that's my pick um for sure uh I think I think the the bracket buster sleeper here is UConn, uh, for sure. Uh, I think they they have a chance because they're playing old basketball, basketball like they used to play uh, when they were part of the Big East. Um, so I'm interested to see how that pans out. Uh, but that is my pick for sure. So yes, Sam, I do. Care. All right, it's good to care. Hey, I have one. Uh, one more. Tom Brady's father was on ESPN Radio recently. And basically said that uh, the media forced his son to retire. <laughs> that that the reports uh, that ended up being true, Jeff Darlington and, and Adam Schefter reporting that he was going to retire, um, and then uh, he ends up retiring and only to come back. I don't even know if it's like a do you care, but like do you care about? Tom Brady's father saying that is he saying it to just protect uh, Giselle or or the decision he made or the fact that his son changed his mind 
but I can't imagine anyone can tell Tom Brady to do anything except for maybe his wife. Like I here we have the most stubborn, like sports, most stubborn guy in sports, Tom Brady. I think that first I, I do care because this is straight comedy and it is a, a movie. So I, I care because this is just entertaining. Um, I think it's a father trying to protect his son yep. uh, for, for the indecisiveness, but uh, I f- forgot who said it, but they made a very, very valid point when you're really good at your job and he had one of the best season and was statistically the best quarterback last season. Uh, when you're really good at your job and you go out on top, it's hard for you not to want to come back. Um, a lot of people have had jokes, said Tom Brady spent two months with his kids and he turned around and said, you know what? I want to be away from these kids. <laughs> um, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I'm sure that's not the case, but it may be. I don't have kids. So parents, some parents have told me that probably is the case. Um, I thought that was interesting as, as well. But um, yeah, no, I. Tom's dad is really just trying to save face for him, Giselle, for the whole, you know, Brady family uh, with the questioning. Tom has gone back and forth. It's not as annoying as Aaron Rodgers, uh, but it's still annoying. Like, okay, Tom, you either retire or you don't. Um, Literally the day before he came out of retirement, his last touchdown pass sold for 500 something thousand dollars. And how ridiculous is that? 518. How ridiculous is that? And there you go. So he he writes that guy a check. (laughs) He he needs to, but I mean, I think that's still going to be history for that football. It was like, it was the last touchdown before he retired and then came back out of retirement. Right. So like the first pass, when he comes first touchdown pass, when he comes out of retirement, it's going to be worth a lot of money too. Right. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's very, very uh, interesting to see what's what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't. It it is entertaining. So yes, I care. It just is what it is with that. Um, <laughs> can't make it up, Sam. Can't make it up. Yeah. Thoughts yeah, on that? Well, no, no, that's it. Nailed it. Okay, that's good. That's okay. it, man. Anything you're looking forward to this week? the tournament <laughs> there you go uh, okay the tournament uh uh more uh nba basketball as the season uh uh nears the end and see what the seedings are going to be you got draymond just came back yesterday uh played 20 minutes in those 20 minutes steph curry scored 41 points yeah coincidence <laughs> mm, yeah uh on his 34th birthday um so happy belated to him but um yeah, waiting to see what's going to happen with that. See who else is going to drop, you know, 50 plus. Seems like Kyrie's going to do that tonight. Um, yeah, just just love this time of basketball. This is basketball's time to shine. I know there's a lot of free agency going on. Um, we'll, we'll see with that. And Sam, I'm also looking forward to see what the prices are for uh, April 7th, opening day, the Red Sox versus the Yankees. So that's what I'm also looking forward to. Oh, you're going to go to opening day. I'd, I'd like to. I'd definitely like to. How how about you? What you looking forward to, man? Uh, opening day. <laughs> no, the tournament, as, as I mentioned, that will certainly be on 
this weekend. Um, and where the hell is Freddie Freeman going to go? I've been checking my Twitter like a madman for like a week. I'm over this. Just let you, it soon happen. Stop checking. As soon as you stop checking, he's going to. Yeah, I know. He'll be somewhere. Um, so just kind of see like on a baseball front how my baseball team is going to look like end up looking like with with some of these moves cash has some moves to make still i feel like and still feel like we need a pitcher or two um so there's that and uh again i'm just not splashy moves but i'm you know joe douglas is just showing that, that you know he is uh he's that dude he is as he's, advertised he's building this team from the inside out and uh to think you know what he based the draft picks that he got for jamal adams and sam darnold um it just it's i think they're going to uh shine in april uh he's put this team in a good position so i'm i'm looking forward to that too how can the uh jets get better for sure <laughs> uh we'll see we'll see what happens um uh, i do like Salah, so let's let's see if uh he can keep his job because i feel like he's gonna have a short leash as all Jets head coaches have outside of your favorite Jets head coach ever, uh, Adam Gase. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Oh, man, <laughs> why'd you have to add Adam Gase into that? Man, this show's over. I'm done. For Hayes, my name is Sam. Thank you so much for listening to the Chasing Points podcast. And remember, you can listen uh, wherever you get your podcasts from and uh you can visit us at chasingpointspodcast.com and listen to us at k104online.com slash podcast as well and uh you know for Hayes, my name is sam thank you so much for listening until next week peace it is about to be spring winter you can go to hell I'm over all this little white stuff that comes out of the sky and piles up on the roads and freezes and turns into winter mixes and all this terrible stuff. I'm over you. And I personally have a beef with you. So the next time I see you on the street, it is on site. I'm fighting you. And that's all I have to say to you, Winter. Put your hands up. And we out of here. Bye.